0: All right, and we are now live. How's it going, everybody? What's up? Hi. Hello. All right, Tim disappeared. Stephanie's muted. All
1: right. Oh, and I'm making noise. I'm back. (laughs) We're firing today. Off to another great start. Uh,
0: 126 episodes in, and we got this down pat, guys. All right, welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of Divi Chat. This is episode number 126, and today we're going to be talking about um, transitioning from the original kind of, you know, first Divi Builder backend experience to the new Divi experience, um, which kind of came in conjunction with, like, Gutenberg, and um, so, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't covered this, this topic yet um but before we get going and before we have Tim give us a definition of the episode let's introduce this awesome panel and we are going to start with uh let me see let's start with the people where it's earliest there so I think that would be uh Sarah Oates in Australia it's uh 7 a.m so we'll allow her to go first in case she falls back asleep how's it going hey, Sarah? Guys.
1: I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios, and you can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on all the things, and I'm trying a brand new tea today. It has guarana in it, so hopefully I'll be going strong soon. Guarana, Yep.
0: Guarana. I, I have no idea what that is.
1: You don't know? Oh, no. Shit,
0: look it up. Corey, oh, you're I'll so uncultured. It i don't know <laughs> i know i uh i'll, it's I'll like go through a, like a tea it's like a of the grocery sort of
1: caffeine it's like another plant that is a bit like caffeine except not okay there you go. anyway i'll definitely have to some check drinks it out. have it in it like some like uh sport sports drinks and like uh like soda drinks have guarana in them and they're meant to like give you energy anyway there okay. you
0: go interesting education Perfect. for the day i think i was learning it. something new you know, on this that? show i tell you all right next uh i think josh and stephanie are on the same time zone so let's uh let's let stephanie go ladies first ladies first thank
2: you but it's earlier where tim and you are no okay that's true i am that's true i'm in um the charlotte north carolina area eastern time zone um coming at you from FocusWP.co, uh which is Weight label WordPress maintenance and I have a cold and I'm sucking on a cough drop, which is terrible for this type of thing, but it is what it is. That's how I'm able to be here. So sorry, I'll try and mute my coughs and then unmute, which I will forget. Okay.
0: So so Stephanie, I, I've been getting jealous because it seems like mm-hmm. three out of five days during the week you're like working from a from like a micro brewery or something. I
2: know. I'm trying to get out there more.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm Not stuck in my, here, my in my cave.
2: I know. <laughs> okay. it's a tough life. Somebody's got to live it.
3: It's rough. It's rough. Mm-hmm. Josh, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, good, Corey. Good to see you guys. I'm Josh. I am coming to you from Columbus, Ohio, which I just heard recently. Fun fact is the hottest real estate market in the country currently. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Things are uh, booming around here. Uh, but yeah, you can find me at joshhall.co where I have web design courses and Divi tutorials and all kinds of stuff. And then in transit studios, my web design business, if you want to see what's going on there. And you can find me at Divi chat. Awesome.
4: Good to see you, Josh. All right, Tim, Mr. California. How's it going? It is going well. Good to be here. Uh, Stephanie, I was sick like the whole past week, so I can relate. Um, finally feeling better enough to talk and be here. Um, but yeah, I'm broadcasting from California. For those of you that know, I was previously in Texas and just made it back to California where I'm from. And yeah, you can find me online at divylife.com and com.
0: Awesome. Good to see you, buddy. All right. And I am Corey Jenkins coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. And I, I got to meet up with a, uh, with a uh, very fun one of my one of my favorite divvy people besides all of my divvy chat friends here. Uh Jill Sessa, I
2: think. <laughs> yeah, uh, careful. <laughs> careful.
0: I i know Tim's gotten to meet her. Has anybody else here met Jill in person? I
2: have. I have, yeah.
0: That's all right. Yeah, you have. Okay. Yeah. So she's she's in Prescott for uh the next couple of days passing through and she always kind of ends up in this spot. She likes it. So she's here for a couple of days. And then this weekend, uh David's gonna be in town, David Blackman. So um yeah Prescott's like the just the hub of Divi lately you know you guys hey, nice. <laughs> So all right well good to be here you can find me at com and divi.space So uh once again we are talking about transitioning from the backend builder oh to to the visual builder okay so i i guess in that we can kind of talk about the new back the new builder experience and and uh, some of the settings and theme options and how how that whole thing works so tim do you want to kind of kick us off here with a with the definition, maybe the differences between the two.
4: Yeah. So, uh, Divi launched in December of, I think it was 2015. Um, someone correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, Um, is that right? 14. I think it was like, wasn't it like January of
0: 2014? It was like early in the year.
4: No, Pretty sure it was December. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh well it doesn't matter. He's like, correct right. me if I'm wrong, but He's I'm correct not- me if I'm wrong, but I'm gonna disagree with you. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't know. I in my head it was December something, either twenty fifteen or, or whatever. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, it launched with just the back end builder. It was the block based builder drag and drop at the time it was revolutionary uh it, there really wasn't anything else like it except for uh, like visual composer at the time elementor wasn't around beaver builder wasn't around uh it was really it was groundbreaking and um they spent a lot of time creating divi uh divi was originally meant to be just another theme in their theme collection but after it was released it it kind of it was groundbreaking and so um everything kind of shifted towards divi and divi's kind of like really the last thing they ever needed to make. Um, However, they did make extra. Uh, That's a a side story. Um, And so, but yeah, the the backend builder was really kind of like the core Divi. And then they reinvented Divi several years ago with Divi 3.0. And Divi 3.0 was a visual builder. It wasn't the first one ever, but uh, in my opinion, it quickly became the best visual builder ever, uh, where what you're seeing is actually what you're getting. You're, You're dragging on the actual uh, finished website and you're able to visually design. Um, it, it was kind of a love-hate relationship for a lot of people. Um, newer Divi people love the visual builder. Older people love the classic or legacy builder. And so um, Elegant Themes has been trying to uh, help people transition to the visual builder. And, and um, you know they're adding lots of new features and, and trying to entice people to, to use it. Um, or I guess enticed people, meaning the older people that are, are legacy classic builder users. And then um, they launched the block-based builder view, which is in the visual builder that kind of gives you a similar look and feel as the classic legacy builder because you see the the visual blocks. And so it kind of breaks down your page ra- rather than having huge images, you just have a little block that says, this is an image and you can label it. And so um, that was kind of like the, almost like the, uh, transition between the two, between the legacy block builder and the visual builder kind of having this intermediate thing. Uh, and then when Gutenberg was released, they then brought the visual builder technology to the back end of WordPress, um, which will eventually fully replace the legacy classic builder. Uh, it defaults to the block builder that I mentioned, the block builder view um but you can have the full visual builder in the back end of WordPress on the post edit screen uh which is really cool it's actually if you look at the code inspect element it's literally just the front end builder i framed into the back end so it's literally just like an iframe of the the front end page whatever that url is um and so yeah it, it's pretty crazy they're they're eventually going to phase out the legacy classic builder it's built on older technology and so um when they were kind of trying to keep up with the two, add, adding features to both, they were literally having to build the features twice because they're completely different code bases. And so that's why they'll eventually phase out the code, the the block legacy builder, and then forcing everyone to use the visual builder or the block-based view within the visual builder. So that's kind of where we're at. And I think the purpose of today's topic is to kind of talk about what that transition looks like and kind of the pros and cons. And, and um, you know, eventually we're going to have to all be using... Uh, the visual builder uh, because the legacy block-based builder will be a a thing of the past at some point They haven't announced any dates but yeah hopefully that wasn't way too much information
0: no that was good
2: yeah i think
1: the only bit of information that's important is that you did get the date wrong and we need to acknowledge the fact that like two years correct um december 11th 2013 was the blog post where i knew it was december finally-
4: though i was right about december
0: <laughs> i thought january because i remember going to like my first word camp ever and i was
1: <laughs> but now so, we can move on
0: so we were both before, wrong Corey. before divvy launched the show was just called before divvy launched the show was just called chat chat and we didn't have really anything to talk about and it was kind yeah, of awkward, so. it
2: was like tea and
0: yeah so thanks divvy for coming yeah. along so now yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more structured than it used to be
2: yeah just, yeah, just a little <laughs>
0: all right so show of hands who <laughs> who has like made the transition from the back-end builder to the visual builder and like fully just like uses that with no problems whatsoever
2: well I, that was of. a big with no problems
3: whatsoever. <laughs> we'll we tack that on there
0: yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Like. Yes. Yeah. So. So you're you're using it like on a regular basis, and mm-hmm. you know you, you got the hang of it, and you're enjoying it, and you don't want to ever go back to the back to the back
2: end. Yeah. So I, I know. Hands for in the me, chat. you guys using it in the chat. Yeah. You like the new builder.
3: For me, I I use the visual builder almost entirely now with all websites. Even when I'm laying out a page, I will dive into the back end occasionally. Uh, particularly if I have a design that has a lot of negative margins or some code that really kind of affects the modules, which is a con of which that can happen on the back end too. But um, occasionally I'll do that. But for the most part, yeah, I use the visual builder, but to Tim's point, I do use that block editor, which is basically like a newer back. The way I like to explain that particularly to clients is it's, it's like the old school builder. It's just like revised. It, it, looks a little bit different, but it's more of the backend experience in the visual builder. Um, so I do use that pretty frequently too, but yeah, I'm, I'm really like fully transitioned. Now it did take quite a while and I was someone who dove into it pretty quickly. I like the idea of the visual builder. Um, with that said though, I still kind of use the backend a lot. And I feel like over the past, what, like year and a half to two years, I've been using the visual builder more and more and more and more and more, and more till, till where now, yeah, pretty much I dive right into the visual builder. Yeah.
1: I'm different. Like I I was one of the earlier ones to jump across probably. I was similar, I think, to Tim's strategy of I just forced myself to do a website in the Visual Builder because I felt like it was important to learn it. I felt like it was an important step to take. And once I'd done that, I felt like I kind of, I could do a lot of things. And yes, I had to go back and forward because sometimes you couldn't do everything and especially with third-party plugins, that kind of thing. Um, but I'm actually finding now I'm spending – all of my time in the new backend builder. So I've actually transitioned a second time across because I actually find it's more accurate than the visual builder. And so I spend all my time in the new backend builder in visual mode and then just flick across to the block mode when I need to. But the fact that you've got everything there you've got your title there, you've got your slug there, you've got your um, feature image there you've just got everything there and yoast and everything's all there I don't have to be going in and out between the back and the front anymore but I've got the visual builder experience in the back end for me that's perfect so I've actually transitioned completely but I use visual mode so i would still i i would still say i use the visual builder except in the back end
2: I think that sounds perfect I've been struggling with that because it's like it's so frustrating because I want to transition over but it's like you can't there's yeah. stuff you have to do in the back end still. But
1: you've got the block mode right there. So like if you like the block mode, you can still be using it. It just looks yeah. slightly nicer. Like I, I would say I'll it's a compromise more. between the two because you can go with one click in between visual mode and block mode. Um, which sometimes, to be honest, when you're in visual mode, you're trying to click on something and you can't click on the thing, and it just drives you crazy. You're nuts. are nuts like yeah. one click, and then you can get to the thing you try to get to and go back Especially to. Especially for text,
2: like if it's a long text thing or something. Ugh, I was just doing that today. It makes me crazy. Yeah. So frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, that's about all. I I mean, I, I use a visual builder, and, and mainly like, yeah, I don't get to like design and and do as much as I as I used to. Um, but usually, you know, when, when I come in, it's like, um, you know, I'm like copy editing or maybe swapping out some photos or or, or things like that. So for that, I really love the, the visual builder just to be able to like skip around to different sections real easy and, you know, maybe duplicate, um, you know, duplicate some modules and throw in another image and, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still a little bit old school. <laughs> I, I, I do still love the back end, the back end builder. Um, which had improved, you know, quite a bit over the years. And to me, it just like, it runs like faster, uh, in certain scenarios, but yeah, the, the new Divi experience, the wireframe, uh, you know, the wire wireframe builder is, is pretty nice as well. But, um, I've, I've haven't done like a full build or anything with a visual builder. So, uh, that's on my, that's on my list of goals, I guess, for this year, <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's interesting because I used to lay out full pages when, I, when when the visual builder first launched. I used to lay out full pages in the back end and then do all the module setting or at least the, most of the module settings and layouts and stuff. And then I would just use a visual builder for things like drop shadows or some styling, background images, things like that to where it, was, it looked a little more visual. Um, which was a good way to go, but now I, I tend to like the visual side of things more and more, particularly with all the advancements they've made with things like animations and transition effects and hover effects and uh, borders and all these things that I would typically do with CSS, where I, I will still do quite a bit with CSS, but now, um, particularly if I have clients familiar with Divi and they want to be able to to do some things um, a lot of times I'll try to to do it within the Divi settings. And of course, now, as most of us know, and maybe if you're new to Divi, um, they have a lot of options for expanding styles. And you can copy module styles and paste them on other modules. And there's a lot of really cool features that, to be honest, I'm probably a little behind on. I just haven't taken the time recently to get caught up on a lot of the new features. But, um, yeah, there are some things that just really, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, there's the backend builder, I agree, Corey. It seems like it's a little bit quicker and a little more... Um, Maybe not not developer friendly is the right term, but it's just a little more classic to where the visual builder does offer some things that are hard to pass up. I find myself on the back end. I'm like, man, I wish I had, you know, which is cool with some of the new uh, techniques they have with like the wireframe mode and all that.
4: Yeah, I think when it comes to designing, like hands down the visual builder, like you can't argue that like designing is easier in like the back end builder because you can like visually see and change padding and, and stuff like that. Um, but I think either the, uh, block motor or wireframe mode view or the, the old classic block builder can be easier for like, um, making quick changes. Like if you know what you need to change, like, you know, content or whatever, it can be easier because you don't have to scroll through the whole page and, you know, watch things animate or, or whatever. Um, and so I think that that's kind of what I found myself doing is like, if I see something on the front end that like, Oh, I need to just like change that, like fix a typo or whatever, either doing the block view or the, the, uh, the classic builder just makes it way simpler. Cause everything's kind of broken down and truncated. Um, but, but yeah, I think it, like visually being able to design something like you can't beat that. That's like really the dream. Like I remember when I first got started in WordPress and stuff and like learning about the WYSIWYG editor, editor like what you see is what you get. And they're like, well, not really. Like what you see is what you get in terms of like basic content. <laughs>
2: like like Styling. Right. Yeah.
4: Like, and so now like, like we're so spoiled, like seeing where WordPress has come and Divi has come and kind of how the whole like um, landscape of, of web design where like you could visually do things so easily and, and build amazing beautiful complex websites without touching any code is pretty spectacular and so you know we're we're arguing you know against like oh like classic editor is better this is better that's better but it's like at the end of the day we're all pretty spoiled that for you know what is it eighty nine dollars a year or uh 149 or what's for lifetime two
3: two forty nine for 249. lifetime
4: like it's you get this
3: insane
4: insane That's amount of software at yeah. your fingertips to build websites <laughs> you know with just a few
3: clicks and, you know yeah I credit to elegant themes too because a lot of people were complaining about the visual builder when it came out but the fact that they left the the back end builder the same for such a long time and you can still access that is pretty freaking awesome. Like they did support and they are supporting two different systems like you said Tim so credit to them for being able to be very customer-minded and customer-focused, opposed to just laying out the visual builder and being like, well, if you want to use Divi, you got to use a visual builder because they very well could have done that. Um, probably would have lost a lot of client- or customers for a little while. but um, They probably yeah, would have lost
1: for- all of us because it it wasn't great initially. Like It was very
3: buggy at first. It yeah. was
1: super buggy. And it was really hard to work with. And you were constantly going between front and and back end. And so the fact that they've got it to a point now where it's pretty damn good most of the time, Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, but if they had have done it too fast, they just, we all would have had to have jumped ship because we couldn't have relied on our business just on the Mm -hmm. front end initially. So that was smart.
2: It's true. Yeah. yeah. I still think there's some things that, I don't know, I find if I want to go in and have things set very specifically, like I, I want to have even paddings or different things like that sometimes I think it's too easy to get sloppy if you're just dragging a margin down oh that looks good or this looks good. you know it's easy to start getting into like oh well just this looks good and and I like I, I don't know like the the geek in me like that kind of bug I like that from the creative side my right brain likes that but the left brain wants me to say like let's do this right like those the padding should be on the rows not these sections or it should, you know like and it should be yeah. equal on each side and all of that kind of stuff so some of it is still a little niggling like that for me like little things but but like tim said for the most part it's it's amazing and i think some of the things that make us still like the back end and like the the code bits of it and this custom css or other added things that's like, I don't think we should be upset about that. That's what's going to keep us in business when these things become so easy for Joe Business Owner to create their own site. They're still going to have limitations because they can't get in there and mm-hmm. dig through and do the custom stuff.
3: Well, and that's a good point, Steph, because, um, when, when you were talking about like setting particular padding and a way I would think about that is to to have like a streamlined look between all of the elements of the page. So like H1s are all the same, H2s, H3s, you know, sec- sections have a certain amount of padding and all that. Um, mm-hmm. The visual builder, I think, does lend itself to making bad designs very easily. Cause to your point, you can drive <laughs> padding here, padding here. You can do a margin, you can set the font here. You can set a different font here, a different color, a different color here. Mm-hmm. So it can get really messy really quick, particularly for folks who are not experienced with web design or don't have a good eye for design. So I do think that's one, um, it's not really the visual builder's fault, but it is something like you would have to work really hard to do that on the back end. I feel like it's mm-hmm. where, yeah, on the visual side, it can be really dangerous, but Um, For those who have like a solid foundation of web design, I feel like the visual builder is that tool to where like, it's kind of tricky because you know, you can do it, but you have to kind of reframe yourself. You have to hold yourself back because just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Yeah, Sometimes there's
1: a good balance though, like where you can see the padding and sometimes I'll drag the slider to see like what does look good. Then I'll go into the settings and look at what's the number of that and then do the extend styles. So I really like that extend styles functionality because Mm. you can you can like you know drag your slider for your size of your h1 or whatever and just like tweak it just right and then you can extend that style and so then you don't have to have the you know oh now I've got to drag it on all of the h1s but I can just extend the styles um so I think that's really useful and sometimes that dragging feature It is good to be able to visually see what it looks like. And then you can go, oh, that's right. Like 85 pixels is the perfect amount of pixels for the spacing. Now I'm going to roll that out everywhere else. So I think there's a balance between the two where we used to have to like go 60 pixels preview, 65 (laughs) pixels preview, hundred pixels preview. And then like, finally you'd get onto your 85. Like now at least we can drag it, look at it, go, yeah, that's right. Okay. Now let's make that universal.
2: So and I think, I think
4: that, that helps a lot of sites not all look the same too because it used to be like all Divi yeah. sites kind of had the same look because they had like a standard padding, same. you know, standard, you know, text weight, standard text spacing. And, and so like everything kind of looked the same and like to really make it look different, you kind of had to dig deeper, or do custom CSS, but being able to yeah. like easily change styling um, from the front end visually, I think it kind of helps separate Divi sites from all kind of having that same Divi look. So to speak.
1: Yeah, agreed.
2: So, I just like I just like to take this moment to say I'm really proud of us for how mature we've been while talking about how much we like it in the back end, and <laughs> I think it must be until <laughs> Leslie's nightmare. not here. I think it's because Leslie's not here. That's why it's been so grown up today. What do you think?
3: Yeah, somebody's got to uh, cross definitely. the line. <laughs> the new. Leslie. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're doing listening
2: really listening good. To, yeah I'm listening listening really proud of us. I'm really proud of us. We're definitely
0: waiting for it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> good job everybody
0: so what what are some major um I, I know we've been talking about um you know kind of a mix of things but what would you say are maybe we'll start with some of the major like pros of the visual builder and, and then maybe some of the cons um that we've run across i've seen some people say that there's a number of uh plugins uh, a, a few people in the in the chat lily sky have mentioned that there's plugin conflicts and things like that with the with the visual builder. Um, so I, I guess let's start with like some some major pros, your your favorite things, the biggest strengths of it, and then we'll talk a little bit about the weaknesses and maybe where we'd hope to like it, you know, to to see it evolve too.
3: Yeah, I know for me. The name says it all. Just being able to do things a little more visually is incredible. Like adding, you know, CSS before you could do it. And I still do a lot of things with inspect element by adding CSS, but it's much more cumbersome where a lot of times actually what I'll do is I'll use a visual builder to do a box shadow or to do a transition effect or something. And I'll take that code and then I'll copy that and apply it in a CSS class or something like that. So um, it just really changed the game with seeing things as they're happening and seeing things on the page, which was Pretty remarkable to the, what we just talked about before. You'd be on the back end setting padding and preview and trying to turn it again and preview. Uh, so for me, just seeing things visually, um, I know that's very simple and probably uh, pretty self explanatory, but that was a, a big game changer for me.
4: Yeah, I'd say um, a lot of the productivity tools, Sarah mentioned um, the extend styles, and I think that's uh, a huge one. But like, uh, being able to copy and paste and then copy and paste styles and stuff like that, like you could very quickly go in and change it 's like they have like all these super awesome uh, souped up different tools features that allow you to do things that there 's a lot of overlap, and so it 's kind of like whatever you 're more comfortable doing uh, you know if you like to like to find and replace and just like one and done or if you like to kind of visually be able to like paste styling. Um, so you have like several different options, but I think the productivity tools really are, um, probably one of my favorite features of the visual builder. And I think it's also what kind of separates Divi from its competitors. Cause as far as I know, I don't use all the competitors, um, products, but I kind of keep tabs on them. And I don't think any of them have those types of productivity tools like Divi has that can really help streamline your workflow and, and make, you know, different things, um, to Take a lot less time. So, I think that's a major, major pro.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, so those are some of the ones that I use all the time. But one of the ones that I like the most, which is going to seem like a really stupid one, is when you go to add a module and you can type text and then, like, the text module, it'll like refine down to like whatever you're typing. That makes it really fast. And I really like that. Whereas in the old school backend
2: editor, you didn't have that option. Like, so you had to go like, And they were in like, what order? Like it wasn't even alphabetical at first. It was like just a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point it went alphabetical.
1: And I remember saying in one of the groups, like, oh, it annoys me how hard it is to find it. And someone said it's alphabetical. And I was like, Oh my God, have I been missing <laughs> all the
0: time? even with yeah. it being alphabetical? It still like overlooks it, it just
1: takes sometimes. ages. Yeah. Like, yeah. and, and where does
2: the text module go?
1: Is it an accordion or is it a, like yeah. anyway? I like, I love that feature, I use it all the time. And like uh, Josh was saying, he like sometimes likes going in the, the block end version and kind of like placing everything in its places or whatever. I love doing that in the visual ed- editor part of it, but in the new back-end experience but I love kind of you know like just chucking all your stuff in there and just laying out a whole page and I just feel like the visual editor makes it really fast and being able to just kind of like chuck stuff and now that they've got those like placeholder images and the placeholder text I love that stuff because I can really quickly kind of just chuck everything onto a page and then start to play around with it and then start to, you know, work out what are my sizing and do I want to have some letter spacing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I I just think it has made building websites so much faster for me. And then again with editing, I just think it's so much faster being able to quickly just jump in, change a little bit of text, click save and you're on your way. So for me, the amount of speed it has like, I just the amount of time that I used to spend previewing pages I cannot get over the amount of time I would be saving by not having to preview pages again and again and again and now that they've brought the two things together so you've got your block and you've got I should say they've got the block end view in the visual editor I should say that that is there but it's more annoying to get to it because you have to like open your menu thing and then click on the block thing so it is there if you do like using that but in the new experience, it just is fast, and I
2: like it. And how how do you view the accuracy? Because I, I don't use that in the in the back end. I use the front end visual. The builders. new
1: TV experience is more accurate. Yeah. Do you find it mind? more
2: accurate, like with yeah. plugins and things like that, or yeah. like if you have like an injector plugin oh. or something that still doesn't show it? Some stuff still whacked out. Um, yeah, so uh, like I mean, I'm not going to be using understandable, stuff, but I, I know I was just
3: going to say, like at some point, what can
2: you do? Yeah. No, yeah, I get it. I just was wondering if there if it was like exponentially no, But
1: I've noticed like, I don't know whether they've also updated the visual editor or not, but I've noticed that the new Divi experience back end editor seems to be more accurate in my opinion. I don't know if I'm kind of saying that and actually the front end one is as well, but for me the new one in the back end has been more accurate in terms of where everything sits and like how padding works and I don't know just be better for me. It,
4: it's actually the same. It's it? literally like if you if you're in the the WP admin and you inspect the page, you can see it's literally just an iframe of the front That's end so version funny. of that page. I don't
2: know what us have this whole conversation about it. Waiting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey Sarah, I wanted to give you a quick hack before I forget. This isn't yeah. builder related, but um When it comes to searching out for modules, uh, a lot of people aren't aware that you can go into the Divi settings. Now, I forget what update it was. And you can actually enable or disable certain modules. So if you never use the post slider, for example, you can just disable that. So you could literally have a Divi site that only has uh, text, image, and contact or something like that. Um, I haven't started I do that doing my that. Clients,
1: but I, I yeah. never do. Okay. It for me. it's probably a good yeah. idea. It would be
3: a good
0: idea for for transitioning over. You know, with, for a client, it's like you know. I limit
1: my clients but,
2: hardcore. I'm like, do use, use the RSS module.
1: <laughs>
4: all right, yeah. Get rid of those and
2: bar counters. Realize how many things <laughs> I don't use. I've got to like do a primer. I mean, it's so hard to keep up with all the new stuff, and I don't build all of my sites. You know, <clears throat> I have developers and stuff that I work with. So, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, t- yeah, I w- Tim, I need to get in there and play a little bit more and see some of this.
0: Tim, uh, d- do you want to read off the, the comment that you were pointing out?
4: Yeah, so it, uh, in our, our live chat here, we got a comment from, let's see, you got to scroll up a little bit. I'm going to totally butcher this name, and I apologize. Uh, Ovidu? Don't know if I said that oh, even Ovidu. remotely correct, but... Uh, Ovidu? but uh, a video? Does anyone want to take a stab at the pronunciation?
3: <laughs> I think the the local boy from Ohio should probably pass on that
4: <laughs> Okay. I so- would go with Ovidiu. Oh, you? Okay. Um, So I apologize if I totally mispronounced your name here, but the the comment is, okay, many will get mad at me for this, but here it is Divi Builder visual or backend. It's not for developers anymore. It's for hobbyists and grannies that like to check boxes and pull slides. Um, So I, 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 he's not the only one that's expressed that. A lot of people have said that before. And so it's it's worth discussing.
1: Yeah, Um, I think so too
4: especially I mean, with the I, visual builder, it kind of eliminates a lot of things that you would normally have to do with code or, and so, um, a lot of people feel like they're only catering towards the hobbyists and not the the professionals. So what do you guys think?
3: Yeah. And I can understand. And I think that kind of goes back to my point earlier where like visual builder, it can lend itself to really bad design. It can lend itself to a newbie who's checking out Wix and checking out Squarespace and then checks out Divi and just starts moving things around. Um, However, I think that's a very shallow way to think about it because the visual builder is just a tool, whether you're a newbie or whether you're an advanced professional web designer, it is just a tool. So like I am a designer and a developer and I can do like I've still not found some sort of platform or system that I'm I'm. curious about moving away from divi because the amount of possibilities that divi provides for us like that's the thing i i was talking to a a developer friend locally about it because he was interested in divi and he just he like custom builds wordpress sites um and he was curious about divi and i kind of explained it and i told him about the difference between the builders and he was like so he's like but that just seems like it's almost a sham because you can just bring in layouts or you could just you know whip a section together and like well I can understand that from a developer standpoint, but again, it's just the tool. Like you can make the visual builder as developer friendly as you want to. Um, there are conflicts, which I'm going to, we're going to talk about some of the cons, but um, I don't know. I just don't buy it because I'm a designer developer and I absolutely love the visual builder. It is just a, yeah, and,
0: and, and peop- people used to say that I, I've been in the web web development world for, for a while. Cause I'm, I'm old. And um, I mean, back, back when like WordPress was taking off or like CMSs in general, developers were saying, Oh, this is cheating. You can, you know, you can put on, uh, you know, just like WordPress in general, people were saying like it was cheating. So I I think like, no matter what, there's going to be negative pushback to it. Um, you know, and a website still can't like design itself. You still have to have like an eye for design, know how to like create a site for conversion. And so you're still not just going to get like any, any person off the street to be able to like come in and start their own like web development business. Now from, from elegant themes, of standpoint, uh, obviously like, you know, when you look at market share, what makes more sense to them as a business to go after or like, are they going to go after like developers? That's a very small portion of, of the and market. Or are they going to go after 49
2: once and then use it on all our clients? <laughs> yeah. Or,
0: or are they going to go after the, yeah, exactly. Or the do it yourselfers, which is a much broader audience. And obviously as a business, that's a good business decision. So
1: yeah. And you did not have to and use it. Right? The... Like...
4: Sorry, go ahead, Sarah.
1: Well, you don't have to use it. Like if you don't like it and you feel like it degrades your status as a developer, you don't have to use it. The reason that I use Divi is for my clients. Like that's why I use it. It's not because I couldn't achieve what I'm doing without Divi. The reason I use it is because after I've built the website, I want my clients to feel like they can write a blog and it can look beautiful, or I want them to be able to make changes and change our images and do it in a way that's really easy and user-friendly. So, For me, I still use heaps of CSS. Sometimes I use the code that's within the modules. Sometimes I deliberately don't use it in the modules so that they can't really muck around with it. But equally, it's for the end user. Like, it's not about me and it's not about what would, you know, make me feel better as a developer. I'm probably only a front-end developer, but it's not about that. It's about the end user. And when I hand it over to them, I want them to be empowered to be able to continue to use their website. So yeah, like I can understand you could achieve it a whole different way, but is that going to really help your end user when they get handed the website and they can't make any changes because you did it all in code? Yeah. So for me, that's what it's about, not about me. Yeah, Josh
4: mentioned... Uh, in regards to the Visual Builder, just because you can do certain things doesn't mean you should. You know, in terms of like animating <laughs> yeah. everything and and going crazy with all the features. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of the flip side is true too with developers. Some developers they might be able to build a site completely from scratch and have it have all these bells and whistles and cool like custom parallax and animation, hover effects, all that. But just because you can do it that way doesn't mean you should. Like why wouldn't you take advantage of a tool that will like completely transform your workflow and help you create websites in a quarter of the time? Like, you know, if you were only building from scratch, you would have to charge way more uh, to your clients to be able to, um, to, to get them the website than if you were using Divi. And so you could help more people. Or,
3: Or you would lose more money as a web designer. Case in point, when I got sold on Divi, I was subcontracting for a company who used it and I was I didn't care for it at first. I, I thought it was pretty cool when I got used to it, but I was so used to just, you know, getting a theme from theme for us and then customizing the options that they had in place or doing some custom CSS in one site. I'll never forget it. I had, I did a, a site for a pretty low end margin and we designed it and everything. And the client was adamant about having a full width section that changed colors. Like they wanted green full width, and then below it, they wanted gray, then they wanted a different color. And this theme would not do it. And I had to find like this custom coded solution. I tracked down a developer friend who was able to get into the code and change it. And it ended up being like a ton of hours. And then I was like, oh my gosh, with Divi, I can just literally do a new section. So it, that was the perfect example of like, you know, I could use this theme that may load a little bit faster and is very developer friendly. But Divi just like that say that could have saved me hundreds of dollars in the long run just by using the Divi builder there.
4: Yeah, exactly. And and one more thing I wanted to say too on that note. Um, I think they very much are still looking after the developers. The update today, their new website, which is also a new account area for for members, they upgraded their API key settings, uh, something that members have been asking for for a long time, so that you can now label, you can add new API keys and label them so you know what you're using each API key for. A do-it-yourselfer, they're creating one website typically. You know, They don't need to keep track of dozens of API keys. And so that's just an example of, of ways that they are still catering to the professional. Um, and it says on their, their new homepage, or maybe it's a Divi page, Divi is for everyone. Uh, and something that, that I've said a lot of times is Divi is um, easy enough for beginners to use, but powerful enough for professionals to use. Professionals are going to be able to do way more than a beginner will be able to push the limits of Divi and do things outside of Divi uh, that a beginner can't. And so I think like if you're a professional using Divi, the fact that Divi is elegant Themes is catering uh, a lot of their features towards beginners and bringing them in is actually a good thing for all of us because they're uh, bringing us more work in a lot of ways. I've gotten so many clients from people that started their own Divi website. Uh, and thought they could do it themselves and then they realize it's harder than than it looks like yes you can click buttons and toggles and sliders but to actually make it look good like that's a whole nother skill set all the other things that come with building a website the hosting the ssl uh the website security like migrating the site like those are all things that professionals have to do
3: yeah
2: Yeah. at the risk of being a little corny like a pencil can be used by by a child but an artist with that pencil can create a masterpiece. So same kind of.
4: Yeah.
0: Sure. I, I have proof that it can in my kid's uh, bedroom. <laughs> app, actually. Um, no. Yeah. you um, uh, also, he said another point, And I, I just wanted to, to run this by you guys to clarify. He said he's waiting for the Divi for developers version for a long time. I, I think what he is referring to is kind of like, and I don't know if it was ever an ET thing was like the light, the Divi light. We, the, the the Divi for developers was Divi three point was three point one? Yeah. Where it was like the developer API and changed the code base to be more developer friendly. But I don't think ET ever officially recognized like a light version of Divi, which I think is what he's referring to. Yeah, you know, and was, I misunderstood. It, that I, too. I,
3: I thought there was gonna be a developer version that was stripped down to where you wouldn't have a lot of the like you would have to basically use CSS and stuff with the with the block. I thought it was basically gonna be the back end with like no other bells and whistles and features, yeah, um, I, I but yeah, I think I misunderstood the announcement.
0: I think it was like kind of like a discussion, maybe or yeah. maybe a recurring series of discussions in uh, in some of the Facebook groups. But I don't remember yeah. there ever being any talk from like Nick or anybody about it. But yeah, I, I feel so like they're gonna. Let us know.
4: They're going to add more control over, like, like I think it was, was it you, Corey? No, it was Josh, saying that you can turn off modules. I feel like they're going to add more of that to where you can turn off features. Like, if you don't want, like, awesome. hover effects to be on there. Yeah, you, you can, you can kind of create your own stripped-down version yeah. and you choose what you want um, to, to be in there and, you know, to reduce clutter and and stuff like that. So I feel like that would be amazing.
1: I think that would satisfy a lot of people. I don't know how complex that is, but that would be amazing because it would allow people to be able to say, I only want this portion of Divi and then that's all they get. And it's going to be super lightweight and awesome. And I think a lot of us would really love that, but I don't know. I feel like that's probably more complex than we imagine.
3: So it's probably worthwhile. I know we've chatted about some of the cons, but Corey, I know you had talked about maybe doing some pros and cons, um, probably worthwhile talking about, you know, some of the things that we don't like or hope get better with the visual builder. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. I, I, for one, there's like one thing that just like annoys me (laughs) is like the double loading, which I I see a lot of people uh, complain about, but like it loads and then, and it's just like slow to get going sometimes when like you're Mm
2: -hmm. in a rush
0: and, uh, I'm typically not a real like hurried person, but sometimes I want to make a change or do something really fast. And, and that could be a little irritating. That's just like one of the small things for me, but.
3: Yes. Like (laughs) most of my, my beef with it is fairly small. I mean, it was very buggy and and difficult to use at first, but I feel like they jumped on those pretty quick. I mean, they handled, it seemed like when there was a major bug, it was resolved pretty quickly. And without within about, I'd say like three to four months, it seemed like it was much more stable. Um, I know for me, like, the third party plugin thing is an issue, but I kind of wonder like how much they can do about that when like they're not responsible for somebody right. else's plugin. So I, I kind of well, give I give them some yeah, as,
0: as a developer, um, it is it is a little frustrating because even even since they came out with the three point one version, there's still there are still like visual builder restrictions.
3: Mm. And oh,
0: there's okay. actually like in the source code, there's there's a line that says this is not yet um, compatible or, or something with third party, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right, Tim. So yeah. like, we'll have this, we'll have this plugin that'll be like perfectly compatible with a visual builder, but people will still get the notice. And, and there's really nothing we can do about it in certain instances. There,
4: there's still say, limitations but. in using third party Divi plugins in the visual builder, but people don't realize that. And so they, a lot of times will will blame the third party <laughs> plugin creator. And it's like, we're oh, trying yeah. to do everything we can mm-hmm. Um, but that that'll get better. I mean, they just, they have to, you know, it's pretty obvious they'll choose a priority and focus on it and then they'll move on to the next thing. That's a priority. And so it just needs to wait to circle back till that's a priority again.
3: And not even like Divi plugins per se, but even like gravity forms, for example, that like the, the text module has the option to add that in the backend builder, but not in the visual builder. So there are little things like that, but again, uh, it's it's never been anything that's, like, deterred me from using the Visual Builder. Uh, I try yeah, to use the, less and less plugins. The Visual
0: Builder uses, like, uh, completely different, like, hooks to pull, you know, like, like you're talking about adding stuff into, like, the tools and in mm-hmm. the kitchen sink, it uses completely different hooks from... Tell
1: me if I'm um, wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's in the new Divi experience in the back end. Am I making that up? I that
3: that could that be, Sarah. I don't, I don't... i don't. I rarely used... Which
1: use thing is, that was my reason.
3: That very well could be. I'll have to I feel check
1: like I needs to look it up now.
3: Which uh, thing uh, would you
2: say?
1: I'm sorry. We, like, we you know, we know saw, how... We said um, Pablo the, off
3: of that notice. <laughs> in,
0: the,
1: in the text area, um, when you go to add, like, gravity forms or something, there's, like, a little button that'll be, like, add, you know, add form here. It and it that in the visual editor, that's not there. But when you're in the back end new experience, I could have sworn it was there, that it's not just in the old experience.
0: Mm. Yeah, now, I, I, know I, know. We've, I know we've had trouble hooking into it, but I, I think we had like, I think we had a breakthrough um, a while back with it, um, but it, it wasn't the easiest thing in the world. But yeah, I mean, we even have like a, we just have like kind of a canned response uh, to that because like, you know, like like the plugin will work great, but that message will still flash and it's, it can be, uh, you know, it can be kind of uh cumbersome for our support staff. Yeah, I'm
3: sure, I'm sure the frustrations is. are completely different from the developer side, like, yeah. you know, working with it. But and sometimes yeah, I mean, it impacts it you be, and
1: sometimes it doesn't, right? Like the fact that when you put gravity forms in and then you're in the visual editor, it takes ages to load. And so it doesn't actually properly show the form in the visual editor. Sometimes it eventually shows, sometimes it never shows. And that's just right. kind of the way it is. Like you just live with that, right? And if it annoys you, you go to the block version of it and then you can start interacting with it like, like I think it's one of those things where yeah it's not 100 percent perfect but if you know where the button is to change over to block view it's fine like right it's not or just
3: have preview have preview open and refresh it to yeah to look at that kind of thing yeah the the yeah. Stuff for me is very minor it's just minor things mostly stuff we've talked about already
2: The um so when you do preview so for preview Josh, like there isn't a preview button on the front end. Are you talking about just in the back end when you're doing that? So do you just like sometimes I'll hit exit visual builder and open that in a new tab. And then but then you still have to save. Yeah, You can have
3: have the visual builder and then you could have a preview window. Like you could you could look at the back, you could actually have all three. You could have the back end, the visual builder, and a preview window. Um, now of course you don't want to over If I
2: have two open, that's a disaster because I will end up <laughs> right, right. making changes, yeah. and then I'll and I'll think I have it, and then I'll cl- go to close the tab, and nope. it'll go. Are you sure? There's that, and I'm like. <laughs> right. oh,
3: Generally, know. what I'll do with that stuff is I'll I'll open up the back end, do preview. I'll close out the or well, open up the back end, do preview, and then open the visual builder, then close out the back end. So I'll just have visual builder and preview, um, but I, I probably won't find myself doing that very much. It's pretty rare. Uh, but that is an option. You don't option. have to
2: hit save, which still updates the page. Like the nice thing about the preview is it's not updating the page.
3: Right. Right. You can just refresh it though. You can refresh the preview without right, having to you go. To it, up to
2: you don't have to hit save and the preview will still update. Like if you're in the, the visual so. builder, what I do make changes without saving the preview page will reflect those changes. Yeah, I believe. I, th-
0: so. I, thought you had to, I thought you had to save for some reason, but
2: somebody needs well, to go yeah test no thing. no
3: you do say you do save but i'm just saying you refresh preview
2: right but if you then you don't have to refresh the preview you're saving it it's just the live page or show your changes yeah.
3: right i I think we're circling back around
2: right. uh, so i want like, like, to go back to gravity
0: forms or on,
3: on the next episode i want to
2: go back to gravity forms um, <laughs> sorry so I just,
3: two, sarah and josh, or Steph's well, and josh. that's
2: I'm one sure. of my that's one of my cons on the visual builder so that's why mm. i was trying to like say like oh wait is there a trick to this so anyway, what sorry. about Gravity Forms yeah, there? But then you
0: have your like your revision history and you can just go back. Come on. Unless you're on WP Engine.
2: <laughs>
1: just um, I just wanted to confirm that, that what I was saying is correct. So in the visual editor, if you go into the text module, there is no add form button. But if you are in the new Divi experience in the backend and you're, you go into the text module, there is an add form. So there is something different in the way that it interacts. And it's actually why I ended up going over to the new Divi experience is because there were little things like that, that were different for me when I just double checked. I'm a hundred percent sure that. Yeah. So in the new Divi experience, whether you're in the block mode or whether you're in the visual mode of the Divi experience, um, it is there ad form so i don't know what's different or how that works but there's something that is different when you're in the new gv experience back-end version and so there are little things like that that if you're if you're frustrated that you don't have the title in the you know image thing and if there are little things, it's worth trying the new DB experience in the back end. But I will say I do have one website which there it must be some sort of conflict somewhere and I it has too many plugins, it's a very big site and I cannot be bothered to work it out, but I can't use the new DB experience on that one. Um, so there's something that just is super buggy with it. There's another buggy thing with the new NewDB experience, which is when you go to scroll, like when you go into visual mode in the new NewDB experience and you go to scroll down the page, you have to like move your cursor to like off the visual version of it or it just like lags. It does this weird laggy stupid hmm. thing. So you have to like move your cursor just off the screen that's a bit buggy, yeah. but other than there, that, there's
0: there's another like little annoying thing like in the visual builder when you're editing text and you try to like move the cursor to like the top line of text in the module and like a lot of, sometimes I won't let you actually like like put the yeah. cursor a little so, tiny
2: gray like yeah so
0: a lot of times I will have to go into the second line and then use like the up arrow or something like mm. to move it up and and that's kind of annoying but uh I don't know the text the text
2: modules on the visual builder are problematic, in in my opinion. And I think there's some things that are just frustrating for me to use. But I also think that it isn't good for people who don't understand the code. Because like, if you want to add a link, you have no option to have that link set to open in a new tab. You have to actually yeah. like go up, open the module, go into the. That's true. another thing that's
1: better yeah. in the new visual experience. Oh, that's good! Like, I'm, I'm
2: really happy better. about this, Sarah. This is good. I'm going to get into that new. And also, can we talk about when that? you now? go to add a, it's what's like going to happen the- when that gets updated? It's be like the new new.
3: It's just going to
0: be the. It's going to be the, NV- NVB. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> the NVB. The so, NVB. Also, Sarah. Um, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Steph.
3: I just, I just confirmed, um, when you have the visual builder open and you have a preview window open, if you save the visual builder, it will adjust the preview too. So again, I'll, I very rarely do that, but I use that if there's some sort of conflict or something doesn't look right in the visual builder and I just want to see it in the preview window, you can't do it that way. So I'll send you a little, a loom video or something if you want to see it, what I'm doing, but that's my, a handy, my
2: thing with handy. that is that like, whenever you're building on the back end, it, you can hit preview and it does not update the page. It doesn't. Yeah. You can it, yeah. it shows you a sneak peek of it and mm. it doesn't update the code. Okay. And so on, then again, so the on the, news, but on the, the new so you're experience. Saying, yeah.
1: So again, the yeah. new TV experience is the one to go for, right? Because you can make all the changes and you can still click preview changes without saving it. Ah
2: so see, this again, is great.
0: yeah, and, I think it's just the visual builder where that issue lies.
2: Yeah. Okay. Good because and I mean, there's so many other things that you just I don't know. I just I know they have some page elements that you can edit, like the title. I think now there's a pop up for that and stuff. But but for the most part, you got to be able to like fix your slug, especially if you like duplicate page or something, and like or your featured image. I mean, you can't set your featured image in the visual builder. Like there is
1: honestly nothing in the visual builder that I would say is better. Than the new Divi experience. So in my opinion, there are some things that are better in the new Divi experience, but I can't see why you would need the visual builder. Here's a question. Over the new Divi experience in the back end, because you've got all the visual editing, you've got everything that's there, but you've also got everything that was in the back end. Like I Is it a real estate issue?
2: Why. Like because it's gonna have the the columns. It goes full
1: width. You like have as soon set as up. You know, okay. All as right. soon as you go in visual mode, it, like, takes up
2: the full width of your screen. Right. Uh, I think we're done here, guys. I think we just figured this all out.
0: <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Yeti Blue <laughs> drop.
0: uh Miro did ask, uh, which I think we can refer him to a past question, as far as, like, elegant themes is uh, plans with, like, Divi and Gutenberg. The episode mm-hmm. where we interviewed Nick Roach, I, I think he kind of alluded to some of the future, how, how he might, um, you know, see it with the two working in conjunction. And I, I think some of us like Divi nerds have our own theories and ideas about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's still unforeseen, but I think, I, I think, a, a, am I right, you guys like, uh, Nick kind of alluded to a, a little bit to the, the future of Divi and, and Gutenberg.
4: Yeah. One, one thing he mentioned is being able to use, um, Gutenberg modules inside Divi and vice versa Divi modules within Gutenberg um or at least being able to like inject layouts into a Gutenberg page so say for example all your pages are Divi but you don't want to use the Divi builder for blog posts or you're using Gutenberg but you want to have a call to action module on your the bottom of your blog post will be able to like insert that um, insert a Divi layout or a Divi um you know call to action module whatever so That's kind of the things he he alluded to.
2: Tim is
0: actually the lead dev on that uh, initiative.
4: (laughs) Oh my gosh!
0: (laughs) All right, well, this episode flew by, guys. I I think it was. I think it was good. Um, Yeah, I I even learned a couple new things, which which is good. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Um, Well, thank you everybody for for tuning in, uh, watching us live on YouTube. Uh, Of course, you can always watch past episodes on YouTube. Uh, you can also find us, of course, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Store, Google Podcast app, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher, all, all kinds of different places. So if Leslie were here, she rattles them off a lot better than I do. Really uh, we also love to hear your guys' feedback. So you can head on over to uh, our website at divvy.chats and drop us a message there. You can go to our Facebook page. Love to hear your uh, feedback, your show ideas, and I'll, you know, reviews yeah give us some reviews too
3: i was just uh, laughing because somebody in the chat uh, watching live mentioned that the doorknob on my closet door he thought it was something on his screen so he was trying to wipe his uh, screen yeah <laughs> uh, maybe i'll try it's to like cover those, that those
0: facebook profiles that put like a little sliver of hair is like they're
3: like yeah they're,
0: like uh. when, you're, when you're on mobile and it kind of throws you
3: off yeah right <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I, I'd like to uh thank everybody for tuning in and uh yeah, especially to our uh live listeners participating in the chat. You guys are awesome.
4: Hit the like button. Yeah.
0: Hit that smash that like smash button, you're your slacking. It, you that. Smash it. <laughs> so all right. Well, until next week, uh thank you guys and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye bye. See ya.